All right, guys, welcome to the channel, Tactical Dads. Rocky here. Uh, here with me is uh, my boy Whiskey. Uh, our, so what our channel is, is practically we're going to be covering everything from a law enforcement perspective to civilian perspective, um, complete life experiences, stuff like that from having kids, getting married to, um, you know, academy experiences and stuff like that. Um, as you've seen on our social media and stuff like that, we are a law enforcement uh, owned uh, business keeping it kind of discreet and we're not really tied with any law enforcement agencies or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> but this is just something that we do, something that we enjoy and we hope that you'll enjoy too. So tag along with us throughout our journey. We're going to be coming out with episodes every Monday, I believe is what we said. Yeah, we'll do it every Monday. Good deal. Um, so, uh, you want to start off by introducing yourself on who you are? And it's what finally you happening, got? dude. <laughs> it yeah, is. It's, it's finally happening. It's something that we've been talking about for quite a long time, something that a lot of our, our peers and stuff like that have wanted to do for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we finally just got uh, around to it, so um, super happy to be doing all this and stuff like that to, to put the content out for you guys, give you guys a different perspective on things, um, and not necessarily to sway you, but to just give our our two cents if you care to hear it. Um, but again, myself, I'm I'm Rocky, yours truly. Um, I've been associated in. Uh, in law enforcement for almost six years. Um, it's been quite a journey looking at, uh, at all of it um, <clears throat> from like a patrol aspect of it to specialized positions and stuff like that um, within police departments and uh, within uh, uh, SWAT operator capacity. So I've got a little bit of experience, and, and again, like I said, it'll give you a different aspect from what I see through my eyes, um, and we'll, like I said, we'll just cover an array of things that uh, you guys may find interesting. But you, Whiskey? Yeah, so I'm Whiskey. I've been in law enforcement for about uh, just over three years. Uh, I've been part of a small agency. I've been part of big agencies. Uh, I've had experience on ERT as well as CNT. Um, you want to explain what that is to them? I don't yeah, so ERT, it's a emergency response team. Uh, pretty much you respond out to um, pretty much big riots and things like that sorts. Um, yeah. Unlawfully assembled crowds. Yeah. Things things of that, that nature. Whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> that. Uh, and CNT. CNT is Christ Negotiation Team, more commonly known as like Hostile Negotiation Team. Um, yeah, we use a lot of verbal judo. Uh, you, you talk to people and talk them out of things or, you know, get them to do whatever you need them to do to comply. Um, so I have experience on that. And uh, yeah. yeah. So, so it's, 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 it's going to be quite an interesting podcast through out the episodes it's not going to be something necessarily you know we're, we're going to have some episodes that have nothing to do with law enforcement something that yeah. you know has nothing to do with any of this um we look forward to doing these podcasts putting out content for you guys it's like i said it's not going to be just law enforcement it's going to be you know we might do a a, a review of something we might do you know tell story time of our our past experiences i know we've got a lot of good ideas and stuff like that so i don't want to give up too many of the subjects but um that's all for a later time so just make sure you guys stay tuned in it's it's, going to be interesting for sure some uh uh, guests coming on too that we have scheduled up that aren't coming on that we want to give you their perspective and they're excited (laughs) to give that as well Speaking of some guests, I think this might be a good time now. Before I forget, I'd rather do it now than than just forget. Um, I went to that party yesterday. Okay. Uh, yeah. 
you've ever heard of mad ombre's hot sauce if you guys enjoy hot sauce and stuff like that um <clears throat> definitely check out matt ombre's uh he's got uh his website he's got social media up and stuff like that he's another law enforcement owned uh business it's obviously a lot more successful than what we got going on at the moment obviously we're just getting started but he's been doing this for i think he said that he's about 16 years wow uh, I know that. yeah dude so <laughs> yeah so so the whole thing with that party last night it was just a he wanted to do a, a launch of sweet sauces okay so he's got the spices you know, he's, he's, they range from the mild all the way to an extreme. The mild, obviously, not so much hot, but you can definitely taste it all the way to the extreme where you can taste it and you feel the burn. Um, I think that I'm not entirely sure what the ingredients are for the the mild, but um, I bought the extreme myself. I, I love the heat, so I, I pay attention to all that stuff. You know, Johnny Scoville, shout out to you, buddy. Um, <clears throat> but it's got Carolina Reaper ghost pepper scotch bonnet peppers and then there's one more main pepper that i can't think of off the top of my head but obviously it's some of the world's hottest peppers um and the difference between it all obviously is he keeps the seeds and the stems in that sauce obviously produce a little bit more heat than most but that that sweet sauce that he's he's got going on he just released four of them i can't okay. think of the damn name do they take off the do they leave in the stems and uh, seeds again or do they take them out for that one I don't think that he's got a, a completely spicy sweet one. Okay. I think they're all kind of just tangy and got their own kick. But gotcha. um, he, so, so he, he released four new flavors of that. I can't think of them off the top of my head, uh, but there's this one. It's, uh, it's King something. But what it means in Hawaiian, obviously they're sweet, so it's, got, it's, it's Hawaiian. And, yeah. Um, it translates to white boy. What? Yeah, in Hawaiian, it's it's, right. it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny, um, but it's it's uh, it's good. His new slogan now is "Get the Gringo." All right. Yeah, he he says that you can put it. It sounds weird, but on ice cream. Last night they were making margaritas with uh, the. Oh, that's one of the flavors. It's a uh, elderberry, um, and they were making margaritas with the elderberry hot sauce, and we were sitting there slurping them dude really it, yeah it was slurping bad them? yeah we're slurping them speaking of the word gringo you know where that comes from yep no no oh no. yeah so fun fact all right for the day uh so gringo actually comes from the term or the story is behind it is that uh back on the border um the border control used to have to pass between you know mexico and u.s all the time and so the mexican um border patrol would always say all right green goes green go because the border patrol would always wear you know green so then it eventually became gringo, gringo. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Fact check me on that because I could be wrong, but I'm fairly certain I'm right. <laughs> Pull it up. Pull it up. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that, but that. Law enforcement owned business. So we're the, definitely going to show our support to them. Yeah, no, no, yeah, absolutely. So, um, and for those of you who are interested in checking it out, I know obviously people do have different dietary needs. They follow different diets and stuff like that. But all of his sauces are sugar free, carb free, calorie free. Um, nonetheless, they are paleo friendly, vegan friendly, and keto. So, big shout out to uh, Troy over at Mad Ombres. Um, if you are interested, again, it's madombre.com. Check them out on social media. You search up uh, Mad Ombre, and that's M A D H O M B R E. Um, so, stupid, stupid, wicked sauce, man, and, and, it, and it gets pretty hot. So, I enjoy it. If you do too, check it out. He's got apparel too. That's that's another thing too. He's got he's got a bunch of shirts, 
um, females crop tops and stuff like that for working out. Um, and I know that we talked about possibly uh, getting him on here. He's totally on board with that. So he's got 23-something years in law enforcement and been on a lot of aggressive crimes units and, and uh, things of that nature. So some of the stories he's got are stupid wicked. I, I'm not going to tell you any of them. I'm going to wait till we have him on here because he tells them a hell of a lot better than I do. So <laughs> And I don't want to butcher him. So uh, let's just let's just jump in. I kind of want to talk about something that happened the other day. Uh, he was up with me on a call. And dive into <laughs> it. Dive into it. Um, and so we were securing this guy uh, in handcuffs, and he just looks at me. And, oh yeah. And I'll, I don't know where he's like. I don't like you. I, I've never met this guy a day in my life. Oh yeah. I think he just doesn't like my mustache or something. What's, but he, so what's the backstory? Tell them the backstory first, because that's what makes it. That's what makes it. You gotta get the backstory. So. <laughs> Pretty no much. names will ever be no, mentioned no, on no, here. No, we're going to keep all that discreet. Uh, um, and if we do tell names, they're going to be fake. We're going to change it for you. So, <laughs> so yeah, that guy, you know, he's um, a little uh, mentally ill. So, you know, Baker Act is uh, what we're going after. And he, um, he ran from his house, threatened to do some things. Um, anyway, cut to it. He runs away. So I find him, get into a little brief foot chase with him, catch up to him. He gives up. And then uh, officer, other officers arrive, and they, we secure him in handcuffs. And uh, he just looks at me and goes, I don't like you. And then just starts cussing me out left and right. Um, <laughs> wow, you were, remember more than you, you were a pussy-ass cracker. Yeah. That's, you were a pussy-ass cracker. Yeah, I was that. I was many other things the whole ride, too. But uh, you know what, though? Let's, let's also – we're not going to – we're going to pause the story, but – my buddy whiskey here is far from a gringo i am i'm very I'm, I'm, he's a spaniard i am i'm a spaniard <laughs> he's a spaniard dude i'm a spaniard and a jew mixed together you could that's me you, you couldn't tell by the by the skin color you know and then the, the mustache but my guy whiskey is definitely far from a, uh, a cracker i was gonna call you gringo <laughs> but a cracker yeah yeah so it, it was pretty funny so the point of me bringing this story up is um i kind of want to talk to you about like obviously you've been doing this job for six years i've been doing this job for a little over three years and um it's it's no secret that we're called every name in the book all right yeah. we, we've been called everything you can possibly think of multiple I've, times i've even been called racial slurs i'm sure you too oh racial, yeah racial slurs that don't even reflect yeah you know me um kind of weird but it, it happens yeah you know it happens so i'm wondering I mean, I have my own way, but how do you take it whenever you, like, do you let it get to you? Has it ever gotten to you in your head when somebody says anything? Because. So. Yes and no, man, because I started in this field when I was 19. I was 19 years young. old. It was, yeah. so, it was young. And I mean, you, you know this. Um, but I used to let it get to me. People cuss me out all day long. And I, you know, being a hard-headed 19-year-old, I'm like. Okay, like you want problems, you got them. Yeah, you know, um, but that's just not the case nowadays, man. You know, I've grown to be a little bit more mature. Yeah, I've been through it time and time again. I've, you know, I've learned how to act and, and re respond to that stuff. So, for me now, <clears throat> I join in on the fun. Yeah, and you know, we're not going to censor anything either. This guy, this is actually kind of funny too. He told me. On Friday night, he he told me he said he said, you know what? Fuck you, bud. I told you. He yeah. Said, he's talking like a Canadian. He says, "Fuck you, bud." And I said, "I said, all right, that's cool." And he goes, "Well, you could suck a dick, you douchebag." I told him, "I'm, you know what? I might." And he turned around and he's like, 
he's been defeated at that point. He was like, <laughs> you know, oh, like, man, that's the best I got. Like, Damn, dude. Like, <laughs> this guy just told me he might go do that. <laughs> you know, just just a drunken idiot. But, you know, I, I just join in on the fun nowadays, man. And, and it don't bother me one, one bit anymore. You know, we can we can do this job, get called names and have fun with it because it brings good stories to come back and tell you guys, my wife, you know, your uh, baby's mother. Yeah. What about you? I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I got into this career a little bit older than you where I, I got into it at uh, 21. So a couple years older than you. And uh, I mean, I was already at that point where I was like, I just don't care. Like, I like they, they say they don't know. Like that guy uh, the, the other night, he was saying, oh, you know, I fucked your mom. I fucked your girlfriend. <laughs> I fucked all these things. Like, oh, you know, I wish all these people would die. I'm like, oh, I love all that. right. I love that. But the thing is, like, they don't know. They don't know who my girlfriend is. They don't know who. Because you when, know. when they say stuff like that, I'm like, well, you did. Me too. <laughs> yeah. I did too. Uh, you know, and they don't know who my mom is. They don't know any of this stuff. So it doesn't really get to me. I don't really care because I know they don't. They're just trying to get a reaction out of me. If I give that react, if they give them that reaction, then they're just gonna keep on going. So you know, I usually Absolutely. shut it down. Like the, like the other guy the other day, um, I was just like, all right, man. I've heard everything that you said. All right, multiple times over. Give me the best thing like you've got. Out of other people's mouths. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, I, I've I've heard everything that you can possibly. I've been doing this job for a long time, a long enough time that I've heard everything. You know, um, so give me the best one you got. And then he just said, "Man, shut up." <laughs> <laughs> Defeat. <laughs> he, he was defeated. Finish him. Uh, honestly, yeah. but the best thing I've ever been called. You know this. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. This was like a couple years ago. And that was in the jail. We got a good video of this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the guy was just drunken. Um, it was a DUI. It was a DUI. It was a, it DUI. Was a DUI. We were in the jail. And, you know, he's just yelling at me the whole ride. And then out of nowhere, he goes, look at you. Look at you, <laughs> you pencil dick prick. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. I've never heard that before. That That's you know definitely what? the best one I've ever A plus, yeah, dude. He, you, put, you put that. He gets the crown. <laughs> you did that, dude. Shout out to you. If you're ever watching this, yeah, dude, you deserve... Was- you deserve the dub. You took that you, one. You won. I it, it hasn't been topped yet. Like oh, once it's man. topped, uh, I don't think it's possible. Dude, speaking of DUIs, let's talk about DUIs for a minute, man. Like right. those are some of the most entertaining things that we do um, yeah. from this aspect. Some people are douchebags. Most people are douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> but damn it, man, if they're not funny. Yeah, yeah. You know, from from the field exercises to just the things they're saying in the back of the car or waiting for the breathalyzer or something like that, dude, they're always going to say something fucking funny. They will. They will. I love it. But actually, speaking of that, I actually had a DUI the other night, <clears throat> and, um, you know, you do this job, and you're like, after a couple of years, you're like, am I really making a difference? You know, I'm sure you've gotten to that point sometimes. You, you kind of, like, wonder, like, you do this job in the beginning to make that difference, but the other night I had a DUI, and... Um, uh, from what I heard about him, he's had like a long history of, um, you know, alcohol abuse and things like that. And, you know, in you, DUIs cuss at you the most. Like, oh, you're, you could be doing so much more out there. You could be doing all these things. There's murders you're, happening yeah, in drug dealers. Exactly. Yeah. But this one made me feel good because I found out that the next day after I took him to the jail, he immediately enlisted in AA and tried to get help. And like that, damn right. That like I was like, all right, you know, that just shows like, hey, you know, this woke him up. You know, dude had a problem, and he yeah, he he, saw it. I think that this was his wake up call. Knowing, and you know, of course, I was giving this whole spiel like, hey, man, listen, just because you didn't hit anybody today doesn't mean you weren't gonna hit anybody on the way home or Mm -hmm. you know, um, next time. So, and it's not just you; it's everybody else on the road or you know your family that could be affected from it. I mean, for me personal, I have a personal experience with DUIs. Yeah, of course, Um, yeah, yeah. 
I know my, my father actually died in a DUI, hit a tree. So thank God you didn't hit anybody else. So like I said, it, it affected me long-term. You know, that happened when I was about eight years old. So, so that's something you, you definitely, yeah, you know, feel very strongly about. Yeah, definitely. As would anybody really. Um, let's take it back for just a minute. And it's, it's kind of like a Q&A between the two of us for you guys. But um, just so you understand us a lot better and know where we're coming from and kind of what our mindset is from the police side of things. Why did, why did you get into law enforcement? Um, honestly, uh, that happening with my dad at such a young age uh, is one of the reasons I did get involved in law enforcement. Um, but also, I mean, I don't, I don't really know. I think it was just I was at a point in my life where I've done so many things. Well, not even that many things. I did a couple things, and you did a lot of shit, dude. You were filming commercials. Yeah, I was, I was filming commercials, filming doing... weddings, uh, <laughs> lifeguarding. I was uh, surfing. I was a sponsored surfer. I did, I did a lot, uh, or not. Not as much as some people. <laughs> I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, I did I did some things before this. And then uh, I had just quit being a, um, a filmer, you know, filming commercial stuff. And I was just like, you know what? Law enforcement. It just hit me like that's in it. the head one night. I was like, that's it. That's I'm what I'm going to do. do it. And then uh, I put myself uh, through the academy. I went part-time through the academy because I still had bills to pay at that time. Um, so it was a nightly academy. I think it was like from six, six to 10, I think at night, um, uh, for 10 and a half months, um, put myself through it. My last, um, month or so I got picked up by an agency and, um, yeah, that, that was it for me. That's it, right? Yeah. That yeah. was it for me. So why did you, why did you get in law enforcement? I gotta be honest, man. Like, uh, being 19, and thinking about like like what do you want to do like it's getting down to crunch time you need to start i got you well no (laughs) come on but i'm like like it's getting crunch time and i need to i need to start doing something that's gonna benefit me long term and get a career so that i can i can you know move on to the next chapter Mm -hmm. out of my teenage years at the time i was serving um and i was affiliated with uh uh, an explorers group um, for one of the sheriff's offices and it was cool but obviously me serving and, and making money with that I had to kind of put the explorer thing to the side um, but it, it kind of showed me a little bit of the law enforcement perspective yeah. um, nonetheless <clears throat> I'm sitting there thinking you know I could go do this I could do this I could go do this and just just the law enforcement aspect was pretty interesting. It was cool. I like the fact that, you know, I would be able to, you know, go out here and, and show presence and, and just do all the things that you guys see cops do on the side of the road, um, you know, and, you know, pulling people over or, um, you know, just, just being in that uniform, I, I thought was, was really cool. I'd love to have like a cliche answer. Like I wanted to, change people's lives i wanted to help people and i did but that wasn't you know my my you know mindset at the time like as far as like that wasn't like the biggest reason why um i just knew what i knew from the explorers um and you know what i learned there what i had seen out uh in in the streets and stuff like that what i've seen on tv and i'm like you know like that i want to do that um so I started looking at the requirements for uh, the academy, um, and so I was like, "Damn! Like I kind of meet I meet most of these." So let me go in and talk and see what I can't what I can't get myself into. And uh, long story short, I ended up 
uh, getting into the academy, but the director was like, listen, man, you're so young and most agencies don't hire until they're, you know, the applicants are 21. So there's a good chance that you're not going to get in right away. Uh, but the good news is if you certify at the end of this course, your, your certification is good for four years. So if you don't get picked up right away, you still got some time. And I'm like, sign the paper. I'm like, I'm done. Ready. Go. Ready to go. When do I start? So, but, but that was, that was why that was yeah. why, you know, I, I wanted to go and I wanted to go and do everything I was seeing on TV and everything that I was seeing Absolutely. out in the streets. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I'm like, I want, I, I want to do that. I think that's a pretty cool thing to do. And then I got too far into it and I'm like, or I got this far into it and I'm like, military, not saying that law enforcement is, is, is bad, but to just teach myself, it would have taught me that discipline early on and kind of how to act. Yeah. Um, so now if you weren't doing law enforcement, what would you be doing right now? Damn it, man. That's a good question. That's <laughs> a know, good full question. Of them, full of them. Damn it. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I, I honestly don't know. I've got a couple things where I'm like, that would be cool. But um, I don't know if I can get into it like right away. I know a couple things that I could do to supplement the income that I'm, you know, currently making. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't think that would be like a carry it out type the rest of my gotcha. life job. Um, what about you, dude? What are you, what are you doing if you weren't you going it, back to filming? If I wasn't doing this, I don't know, probably like a truck driver or something. Dude, they make like, some, they make they some make good, good money. They make more than we make. Well, they make some good money, dude. Yeah, and, uh, but then you're away from family. Yeah, that, that, that's a tough part. But at the same time, like that's one thing I do like about this job is how much we drive. Like I do like driving. Like going light sirens is a very fun part of the job. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fun, dude. That's fun. Um, yeah, I mean, there's some truck drivers that you know they're away for like just like a week at a time. You know, back on the weekends and like you come back buco bucks. Imagine the shit they see though, from the deserts to yeah, big dude. cities. That's that's some stuff. Yeah, but man. also I feel like. Uh, I get pissed off with drivers. Like already, I hate traffic so much. Oh my god! And you drivers you... <laughs> who drive in the freaking you 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 drive in the far left lane. That's supposed to be the fast lane, ladies and gentlemen. That is that it's is the fast lane. But y'all love y'all love to be 50, 60 miles per hour on that dude. Yeah, especially when you're behind them in a patrol car. They go below the speed limit. You're like, I'm just trying to get to a call, man. I'm not trying to pull you over. Come on, come man. on, man. And you know what? That's a good point, ladies and gentlemen. If a police officer is behind you. For more than three or, you know, not even if if, if police officers behind you for more than two or three minutes, and their lights or their siren have not been activated, the good chance you're not getting pulled over. They just want you to get the fuck out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> just get move. Yeah, you know that's that's probably what they want. So, uh, it's, or it's or maybe even speed up. That's probably what they're wanting. <laughs> they probably want you to speed up a little yeah. tad. Because there's sometimes that you uh, you get called to back up another officer that he just calls for routine backup. But it's also like you're like, hey, you're trying to also get there, you know, like yeah, like within a timely manner. And, and sometimes like right now, day shift, you're stuck in traffic, like, and it's like, man, your backup might be a couple minutes out unless they're going lights and sirens to you. Even if you're going lights and sirens, yeah, like you're. <laughs> yeah, you're it, kind of, kind of people screwed. don't move out the way or or something, man. It's it's tough. It, it kind of builds up that aggression, man. You want to lay on the horn, but you know you're like, damn, like that would kind of be messed up. <laughs> yeah, probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> It'd be a little messed up. Not gonna make us look too good if I just start laying on the horn in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we get road rage, which is a huge thing 
please don't be a, a part of road rage. It's so hard. I have to I have to keep myself from doing the same thing, which I, I just I want you to do the same thing too. There's a lot of people that carry guns nowadays, and we see oh, yeah. a lot of instances on the news. Oh, you yeah. know, a lot of a lot of calls for service we go to involve uh, road rage, and people will just the other they day, will be assholes. I, I didn't tell you about this, but just <clears> the other day, it wasn't me. It was another officer on my squad. Uh, he was in traffic at a light, and out of nowhere, a guy gets out of the car in front of him. Go to the car in front of that guy and just starts beating up the car and Dude, kicked what? out the the mirror, the side view mirror of it. Starts punching the windows and stuff. So the officer was like, "What?" Like right in front of him, like this yeah. happened, and it was an instance of road rage. Of course, that guy goes to jail. You know, <laughs> dude, it's crazy. And that, like that nowadays is passive. That's passive. People people are aggressive, and people a lot of people do carry guns. And, yeah, and especially in in the city, like most they, people have guns, they, so they feel like that's justified. Yeah, and to, you know what? To a degree, it is, and you are definitely allowed to to carry your, uh, a firearm in your vehicle under the right circumstances, um, you know, with the right precautions. Um, well, so a California. lot of people do it. Just take caution, people. Take caution. Don't don't be that person to get out of your car and and then regret it. Yeah, it, it, some things just <clears throat> just let it go, just let it go, man. And like you don't know what that person's about, or you know they might be have be having a bad day too, and then that's just like the, the thing that triggers it. You know, that's yeah. like the thing that snaps it. People are so. are, are uh, definitely heightened. Yeah. So, but one thing that's on my mind too is uh, if you guys have any questions, or if you guys have any other solutions to some of the things that we're talking about seeing you know uh, or any other comments just anything that we can add uh, in general or answer for you make sure you leave it down in the comment uh, section that way we can get to it uh, yep. we're we're Definitely. fully attentive to to the uh, channel and, and we that's yeah. that's what our promise will be that uh, we're we, we, engaged with uh, the audience and yeah yeah. Yeah. So, so, but don't, don't, don't hesitate to leave it down in, uh, in the comments or you know on the the, the Instagram, our Instagram handle now. Yeah. I think we just got it back up and uh, yeah, ready just, to go. Yeah, just got up and running. So uh, we got uh, it, it's tactical dads. Um, it's all one word. Yep. Um, so we're gonna be posting on that. Um, you know, pictures, stuff like that, doing shout outs. Um, and later on, we've got some plans to do some giveaways. Yep. Um. And it's going to be a secret. We're not going to tell exactly what it is until that episode. So that's why we want you to stay tuned in yeah. um, with everything. So, but but if you have any questions, leave it down in the comments section. We will definitely get to it. And uh, I mean, hell, it might might become a whole episode. Yeah, never know. It, it could. It, it could. It could, bud. <laughs> so. Not many people know this, but I don't know if you introduced yourself as this, but you're a canine officer. Yeah. Did you say that? I'm yeah. not sure. Uh, I might have. I okay. I, I forgot. I was, you know, 28 minutes ago. I'm still, still kind of <laughs> up there with my, my adrenaline and just still kind of hyped about this whole thing happening. So, so yeah, he, he, he just now, he's you now two, two shifts on as a canine officer after graduating. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, congratulations on that big feat. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Um, so t- tell us about that, that class. You were away for nine weeks, 14 weeks. Uh, 12 uh, you know not close at all yeah no it's okay it's okay yeah it's, it was 12 weeks man 12 how was long that? ass weeks man it was good you know uh the other handler he had showed me a lot of stuff i can't i can't take that away from him he, he had helped me out and, and told me like this is what they're gonna expect when you go there this is what you know you this is what you should have down that way when you go in there you could focus on the things that really that really matter yeah. um and so i picked up the dog january 7th um and i had the dog for a whole like two or three weeks before 
um, <clears throat> we actually went into school. It's a big registration process. Everything has to go through the city and stuff like that. That way, um, you know, we have all that documentation and we have all the all the funds and everything like that. So that it was it was a little bit before um, we actually went to school. And so um, we went to school. Um, he already had, you know, the sit, he had the down and we were working on the healing process, trying to get that down. Um, so when we went into school, um, it was good. Uh, the, the trainer said, you know, what does he know? What do you know? Um, and he pretty much just had me get the dog out, show me, show me all that stuff or show him all that stuff. Um, and that way he can kind of gauge where I'm at, where the dog's at, find out, you know, how the dog works as far as, you know, like, is he, is he more food driven? Is he more reward, uh, toy driven, um, stuff like that. So we finally got settled in, uh, we were good, like three or four weeks ahead. Thank God, um, for that. So we got to focus on other things. I think we started dope training that same week, um, getting him imprinted Mm -hmm. on, uh, meth, cocaine, heroin, and uh, the other derivatives and stuff like that. So that was that was that was cool. Um, but dude, it was it was twelve weeks of all that stuff, tracks, and it. If that drive doesn't wear you down, the rest of it will, because you're out in the sun doing all this. The dog's getting hot, um, and then the dog kind of gets used to it. So it was, it was, it was good. It started getting very repetitive. Yeah. As you can imagine, it's a lot of, it's a lot of training and you have to show proficiency in all these things. That way, when the state comes to evaluate you, you can show them like, Hey, I know how to read my dog. Hey, I know how to do this. My dog knows how to do this. He knows what he's looking for. Um, very repetitive though. Very, very repetitive. And so, but it, it, it's fun. It's very rewarding to see that, you know, getting a dog that knew nothing, the, the, the vendor that we got the dog from, um, they just put them through a series of things to make sure that they, they have the ability to do police work. And, uh, after they see that in the dog, they'll post them up, uh, for sale to law enforcement agencies, um, across the world. Do they, yeah, they sell a lot to border patrol. In El Paso, they sell not just the United States. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah they get the in El, pa- El Paso, Texas, but they they get these dogs from overseas. They'll get them from okay. Europe and stuff like that. So, nonetheless, it's it's super cool to know that this dog came from across the world over here, and now he's serving, you know, our our city and stuff like that. So it was it was it's just super cool and very rewarding to like again see that he knew nothing to where he's at now. Uh, is is spectacular and to see the work that you put in as as a handler and the work that you know is not only paying off for you but paying off for the dog and, and get certified through the state um it was it was cool and were, it made, you, were you nervous at all that he wasn't gonna uh pass the dude seat? what <laughs> yeah man yeah it was uh i was i was i was really nervous um because they always say in this line of work it's you fix one thing, but then you break another. But that's why we have all this time to train. Yeah, and the get training, all those repetitions. The in training there. doesn't stop at, at the end of your school, and you know when you get certified, you you're continuously training this dog throughout its whole career, um, to make sure that you stay up on those requirements. And we get annually evaluated to make sure that we've got it all down. So, um, but 
Yeah, I was I was nervous, dude. So because for the floor for the the evaluation, you have to show proficiency in obedience, which includes the heel. Um, you know, verbal out commands. You can't pull him off of the, the decoy when he's on the bite and stuff like that. So he has to really tune into what you're saying and make sure that he's not getting overdriven by his drive. You know, they say like the prey drive, the hunt drive and stuff like that. It's, it's kind of crazy because you don't think, you don't even think about it, mm-hmm. you know, especially with these types of dogs, German Shepherds, Belgian Malinois, Dutch Shepherds. I happen to have a Dutch Shepherd, uh, 21 month old, um, super good dog, but like, you th- so like a year and a sorry, <laughs> yeah, months. It's like. a, it's almost yeah, it's almost two months. So it's all right, two years. Um, so but like you don't think about it. Like when you throw a toy and they see that toy tumbling, yeah. That to them is like, I'm going to get it, mm-hmm. you know, and and that drive kicks in. So learning how to cap that drive on, specifically on the recalls, when they see a man wearing a sleeve, they naturally just want to go bite that sleeve. And so when you send him to go bite that sleeve, dude, you have no much, or you, you don't, you have no idea how much work and reps you have to do to be able to get that dog to cap that drive from going to bite that sleeve to now recalling back to you into the, the heel position. Mm-hmm. It's sounds so simple, but it's just really not because that, that dog naturally wants to do that and yeah, yeah like he's hell bent he is so hell bent yeah. on going to get that damn sleeve nothing can stop him um so it took a lot of work to be able to do I'm that sure. yeah. um and it's just so real every every dog has that drive you know it's not just those those breeds i mentioned but uh, it's it's a real thing so it's it's super necessary to do all those reps, and it's super necessary to to have that long of a training. Um, and even after that training, you, you you keep up with it on your own. Yeah, um, I know you guys do a lot of training. Miserable though, dude. So <laughs> to answer your question, miserable but necessary. Yeah. So you were telling me about another law enforcement run business um, that reached out. Yes. So tell me a little bit about yes. that, man. Yeah, that's that that guy is super cool, man. He's a he's another law enforcement owned uh business uh it's called florida time to eat okay yeah um you can check out his website it's www.floridatimetoeat.com they did a soft launch uh this past week and i believe it's either this uh, upcoming week or the week after that they're going to be doing uh, a launch of their um, app but essentially what it is is it's it's the same thing as doordash or uber um and it, they they are a service that will deliver your food, um, actually quite rapid. I yeah, believe. I mean they got their own drivers. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I've heard they've got. I mean they've got their own. They've got their own drivers. They're not preoccupied yeah. with you know the uh, the other things that I know some of those other drivers are. It's not one of those things where you just sign up to be a driver. You obviously yeah um, are are held very closely and stuff like that. So uh, to me, that's how I trust. Yeah, my, but they're they're based yeah. out of Central Florida, right? Yeah, based out of Central Florida, I know that they've got um, a chain of restaurants up Central Florida. So uh, ranging from like Kiki's, if you want for kind of breakfast, or you know IHOP, and then they've got uh, things to include, um, you know, Outback Steakhouses, Chili's. Yeah, all your big big name chains. Yeah. There as well. Do they have like the small local businesses as well in there? Yeah, yeah, they've got a few. Okay. Um, the mom and pop shops and stuff like that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, 
from pizza to uh, sandwich shops. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So the dude is super, super cool. He's super open. He shot me, he shot me a text and he was like, yeah, he's like, you gotta check this website out. You gotta, he's like uh, order from, from my website. I got a new driver uh, mm-hmm. who's, who's trying to get, uh, make, make some, some money. So, um, and you know, not only because he's law enforcement owned, mm-hmm. but also because I know the guy, I, I trust that business. Yeah, that's I, awesome. I trust that business. That's awesome, man. So I think I think that's gonna wrap up our first episode. Yeah, yeah for sure, man. So, Dude, this is exciting that we yeah. finally got it going. It, it's it's been a long time in the making, like we said at the beginning of the podcast. I'm glad that we're finally put our first one out. Stay mm-hmm. tuned for next week. We're gonna have another podcast out, and we might just have a guest. We might, we might. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. I know that uh, that guy that runs that business wants to also. Yeah, uh, he he wants he wants to show uh, he wants to to show up on the podcast. Tell us what he's about and everything like that. Yes, yeah, so does so does uh, my buddy from Matt Ombres. He wants to come out here. He wants to talk, and like, that guy's a wealth of knowledge from you know the law law enforcement pr- uh, perspective, from you know the the business aspect of it. We'll get to hear it all, man. So other uh, other officers and uh, other other people are super interested in coming on. So stay tuned. I mean, yep. we've this this. Uh, is just the beginning. Yes, definitely. Um, we've got a lot of good stories to tell. We've got a lot of experience between uh, us and the guests that we'll have on with a bunch of different stories and a d- bunch of different experiences that you guys might find either entertaining or uh, might learn something from. Yeah, definitely. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, this has been Tactical Dads. Tactical Dads. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe, comment down below, hit the notification bell. You don't want to miss a thing. <laughs>